just put your best foot forward and chase your dreams, whatever you want to do, go, go after it. Welcome to Athletes Doing Good Podcast, sponsored by Robert Hack Diamonds. I'm Shelly Seward, president of Capture Sports Marketing. And I'm sports reporter Jen Latta. Twin brothers Aaron Jones, running back for the Green Bay Packers, and Elvin Jones, former linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, are using their platforms to give back to their communities. In October, the Jones brothers launched the ANA All the Way Foundation to inspire, educate, and promote unity to youth across the country. Aaron and Elvin share with us today what it's like being twins, growing up in a military family, and their passion for giving back. Aaron and Elvin are just another example of athletes doing good. To join athletes in doing good, text ADG2020 to 76278 and donate today. The Athletes Podcast with the most downloads each month will receive the money raised for his or her charity. always exciting when we get a chance to talk to siblings who have both been successful in the sports field because I know that so much of that success started like in the backyard or in the basement and like that competitiveness that you guys probably shared so tell us a story from when you were kids of when your competitiveness got the best of you against your brother we were always competing like you said since we were growing up first to finish their food first to the front seat first we could put on their seat belt Anything you could think of, we were competing. We've gotten so many fights through sports and competing. My mom would get mad at us for fighting. So I, I can't think of just one particular one because it's been so many. But I'll probably say at camp, our junior year in college, we were doing a one-on-one -on -one drill, and it was supposed to be no bull rushing, and my brother bull rushed me. He got me on my back, and I got a little upset, and I tried to like hip-toss him and fight him after that. But he, he was already on top of me. He just pinned me down. <laughs> Alvin, do you remember one? I don't have any specific. Like he said, just that kind of stands out right there that uh, when we were at camp because we watched it on film in the team meeting and uh, our, our coach sl slows it down and he's like, oh, y'all take out your phones. <laughs> and then everybody took a video. And he took a video and everybody's in the back like, ooh, and they sent it to my mom. And then once the coach said it to my mom, my mom, she's like, what are y'all doing that? Blah, blah, blah. I love that he sent it to your mom. That is fantastic. <laughs> so speaking of your parents, both your parents were in the military. And I've heard both of you speak about what they have all taught you and what they mean to you. Can you share a little bit about growing up and, and what they what it meant to you to have them by you all throughout your career? It's been a lot having them every step of the way. My dad retired going into our senior year of high school with 29 years from the Army. He had missed some recruiting trips early that junior year, and he was like, I don't want to miss anything from here on out. My father's always been there for us, and so is my mother. And so my dad had missed a game from senior year until COVID stopped him. And uh, my mom as well. My mom had uh, got stationed in South Carolina. She was still in uh, while we were in college. And our sophomore year, she got out. So she, I think she missed like one or two games our freshman year. That's it. And then so from sophomore year to COVID, she was there as well in college. They, they've meant a lot to me. And, and just growing up as a military child, they, they've taught me so much. Being able to adapt quickly to things, 
overcoming adversity, learning how to just be be comfortable with being uncomfortable. God, those sound like all of the things you have to be good at to excel in the professional sports leagues, right? I mean, those three things I can think of are keys to success, no matter what sport you're playing in. Definitely. I mean, and it definitely teaches you like dedication and commitment. You know, the army, you can't be 50 percent in, you can't be 25 percent in. You know, you're protecting the country. You chose to do that. And they they're 100 percent committed. They're all in. And so it teaches you that growing up in that kind of household, it, it teaches you manners. That's why I said I love your hat that you're wearing in, in our house. We, we get in trouble for not saying yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you. No, thank you. I remember so many times my brother or me was like, huh? Or what? And we get in trouble for it. So just the little things that it brings in life with you. And it, it makes a difference as you grow up. And as a kid, you may not understand it at the time. But once you get older and now I understand and I, I get so many people who don't even know me and they'll tell me they, they can speak to me for two minutes and they'll tell me what a great person I am. And I've only sat there and talked to him for two minutes, but I've just used my manners and that, that, that left a lasting impression on them. And so that's why our manners can take you a long way. And I thank my parents for instilling that in me. And that's why I said, I loved your hat. So for those listening on the pod, my hat says, make manners great again, which listen, I'm a mom of three kids. So the less I have to say, if they just can read it on my hat, then I'm already winning. You know what I mean? Like, I got to say a lot of things. If I don't have to say this one, it always helps out. Uh, Help me out here age-wise. Alvin, are you the older brother? About 30 minutes. 30 minutes? He has that down. (laughs) I love it. Did you feel the need when you guys were younger to make sure he knew that you were the older brother? Because I have stories from my childhood. They're not my finest moments, but I'm the oldest of four. And my brother to this day still tells the story of when I stuffed him in a dryer. Like I said, not my finest moment. <laughs> but do you have memories of that where you had to remind your brother that you were, you know, top dog? No, I don't feel like I had to because we were, we're literally the same age. Our birthday's on the same day. <laughs> and sometimes sometimes you forget you like oh yeah we the same age and then he'll be like oh that's my older brother that's my like older brother <laughs> sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not good oh that's my that's my big brother he's bigger than me as well so it's good <laughs> so Alvin, going back quickly to your parents when i talked with your mom she told us of a story of taking you, your brother, your sister, to a food pantry or soup kitchens to be able to help and serve. Do you remember all of the different ways that you guys were shown how to volunteer and how to give back from your parents? We used to help out do a lot of things, but I feel like that's the first one that kind of just like stuck, like where I really started to understand it. Like uh, it would be like, I want to say it was our first year in El Paso. And then on Thanksgiving, we went to serve food to the homeless. And at first, I'm like, Mom, I don't want to be here. But when you're doing it, they're telling you, oh, thank you, blah, blah, blah. Like, it gives you a great feeling. And it's like, wow, like these people are less fortunate than you. And you're you're 12 years old and they're adults and they're thanking you. And you're like, I, I'm just handing you the food. And so I feel like that's where it, where it first kind of started to stick. Like to making other people feel good, that's just a... Uh, unmatched feeling. It is absolutely. So both of you combined to start the ANA All the Way Foundation. So 
obviously it came from your parents and the values that they instilled in you, but had you always wanted to start a foundation? Definitely. We, we've always talked about it. I think um, since we were pretty much in, in college, thinking of ways that we could start giving back to our community when we made it. And we would always talk like that. And I believe in manifesting things. So it, it's definitely worked out and um, here we are, but we always knew that we wanted to focus on, um, well, at first we didn't know what it was, what field, but we knew somewhere with the children and we know children are our main, like our main focus, they're the future. So, um, and we had already been doing things with children, volunteering at camps, different things with the football, through the football team, uh, through Special Olympics and things like that, working with children. And that you can see the joy that you bring other people. And that was, was truly brings me and my brother joy. When we was able to start the foundation, we were very excited about it. I love that you quoted Whitney Houston, because I too believe the children are the future. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to sing along with me. Oh, yeah, because... You got that one. <laughs> <laughs> but but, the, but I do see a lot of guys who choose to focus their charitable efforts on kids. Why is that where you guys chose to put your focus? Well, I think that's where we chose because I feel like that's where you can make the most impression on kids. Like, it's hard to change somebody or help somebody that's 25 years old. But kids, when something hits home for them, they're going to always think about that. It's going to go back to their childhood. Like, I learned this then. I learned this then. And then children are, like, always have a future. I'm 10 now, but I'll be 18. And maybe one day I learn all of this up until this age that I can go to college. I can go be anything I want because someone was just like me in that same situation. Well, and I think you did a great job of already kind of illustrating that when you say that you were 12 years old and your parents used to bring you kind of to the soup kitchen and that left a lasting impact on you. So essentially, you guys are just trying to pay it forward. Yes, man. Definitely. And I I just another thing for me is just like inspiring kids. They're no different than we are. We all come from the same place in our past. It hasn't been a lot of people to make it. And the statistics are very high in football or whatever you want to do, you know, just put your best foot forward and chase your dreams. Whatever you want to do, go go after it. So inspiring is educating. As we grow, we'll continue to be able to help children if it's in the football aspect of life where we've been through many of these many of these things and we can help them. We kind of have the blueprint to things so that we can help them or whether it be putting food on people's tables or things like that, we, we can help them. And so it's just all a blessing. One of the most inspiring stories that I've seen with the two of you um, is your relationship with Toby. Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> we first met Toby. We went to the same middle school, but we, we didn't interact because Toby, he's a uh, special needs and they have their own classrooms and things like that. So we weren't really interacting with them in high school. We, uh, we took a class it's called Meet in the Middle, and it's like a PE class with special needs kids. And you really got to interact with him. And then ever since then, Toby, he's been like our little brother. Our families are close. He comes to our games when he and came in Baltimore. Toby was at the game. It's just, it's just a blessing to have Toby in our lives. I can only imagine his excitement when you go see him compete. Oh, yeah. Oh, so we actually uh, coach Toby. Toby uh, did Special Olympics um, through the program that, that Alvin was telling you about, Meet in the Middle. Both of us got a chance to coach Toby and got to see him stand on the podium 
And just to see that bright smile on his face and he's been watching us for so long and to see him do it and get that sense of accomplishment was great. Aaron, I can just tell from speaking with you guys that you have a very strong bond. In what ways do you still lean on Alvin when you're dealing with adversity in the NFL or adversity in your career, when injuries crop up? Like, What are some of the ways that having a 10-minute older brother, 30-minute <laughs> older brother helps you get through uh, some of those things? He's just there, like, mentally. It all starts mentally. They say 80% of the battle is mental. So you got somebody who's staying positive in your corner. And the world could be burning outside, and my brother's going to come in here and still be positive. And so when you have that, it, it's infectious. And so he never lets you have a down day. He makes sure you, you, you're you always up. You Make sure you're always in good spirits. Your mind's clear. You're ready. You're focused. You're what you need to be. He, essentially, he's a... He's a true big brother, like another, like a, a big brother dad, like a cool brother dad you can hang out with, but someone your age at the same time who's there to push you. And he gets to push me because he's there working out with me doing, and he knows, he knows what I'm capable of because we, like you said, we competed. We've gone head to head. We, we've gotten fights. He, so he, he's seen me at my lowest. He's seen me at my highest and he, he just knows. So it's like a, it's like a sixth cent that we have of each other. And it's just, I know it's, my brother's special to me. Alvin, I know that you know all of those things, like intrinsically <laughs> in your heart. But what is it like to hear him say that about you and the impact that you have on his success? It's great. I feel like it's a blessing just having him because I feel like I can I push him so much. Like I know like we'll be working out in the summer and we'll be like, we done and I'll be like I'll be like, Oh, I know I got I was like, I got two more and he like, Oh, I can't let you outwork me. Like things like that, just able to push him and make him a greater person. And that's that means everything to me just to hear that, because I just want to make sure he's like everything he does. He's the best at it, no matter what he does. How amazing to have someone like that in your corner that, you know, (laughs) that's funny, because I remember one day after we had already run like 10, like pretty much 10, 100. And, you know, usually my brother, he's like he's in good shape. He likes to condition but usually after the conditioning he's done he's like this day he's like i could do about five more and i'm like oh my gosh and and i'm like but i can't let you outwork me and i always tell him that i can't let you outwork me and, and he just continues to push me and he he sees the greatness in me so i love him for that we had a couple of questions we wanted to ask you guys about each other it's kind of like the newlywed game but with brothers so, <laughs> we were wondering, which one of you guys is messier? Aaron, me. <laughs> it, it used to be it used to be flipped when when we were younger, but it just kind of switched now. So, which one of you is a better cook? Me, Alvin. <laughs> nice. Which one of you is more annoying? Alvin. no alvin just has he's not annoying but he just knows how to get up under a lot of people's skin if he if he wants to if he wants to like he has a he can press the buttons he can press the buttons and he doesn't let a lot like i said he's so positive he doesn't let things bother him and so like you can never get to him you can never affect him he'll never show it all right, last question for you guys. Elvin, what's a song that would describe Aaron? Mm. 
This is a tough one. I don't know if I can one. think of a song that describes me. Um, what's that future song? Uh, uh, um, 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 uh, it's with Future and Drake. It's, At it's least a, I'm gonna see my song. If my brother, no, uh, not that one, not that, not one. that one. <laughs> one. Should have never doubted me. I'm gonna oh, oh, to oh, my oh, last um, breath. It's on the Creed. That's the is that was on the Creed soundtrack. Yes, it's on the Creed uh, soundtrack. Nev- I think it, it might be Never Doubted Me. The funny Not thing too. is, you sang those two lines, and I knew exactly what song you were talking you know about. What I'm <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on the on the Creed. Last breath, Alvin. Last breath. Oh, he got it. Last breath. <laughs> Yep, he, he beat you to that one, Alvin. <laughs> Can't well, guys, put anything past you, big guy. Oh, I love that's it. Awesome. Alvin would never let me win. <laughs> but hey, that's I'm probably the, part hold on, hold on, of why you're so successful. <laughs> you guys, thank you for joining us. But more importantly, thank you for the impact that you're making on so many people's lives. I can tell you that you are true role models for so many kids and adults. Um, and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Athletes Doing Good, sponsored by Robert Hack Diamonds. Go to CaptureSportsMarketing.com to listen to our other interviews and to hear stories about the person behind the player and the people behind the team who are making an impact on others. To join athletes in doing good, text ADG2020 to 76278 and donate today. The Athletes Podcast with the most downloads each month will receive the money raised for his or her charity.